Welcome to Answer the Call Missionary with Marcy Fenn, equipping, coaching, and restoring missionaries to answer God's call. We are continuing with missionary orientation, what I wish I would have known. Last time, we talked about dealing with the ugly. Today, we're going to go over number seven, helping others adjust. As if dealing with my own adjustment wasn't enough, I wish I would have known that others needed help adjusting too. This relates to spouse, children, staff, interns, and teams. We realize that we need to adjust to the new culture and people, that's a given. But what about helping the missionaries or other foreigners around us? Everyone deals with adjusting in their own way and the effects of dealing with the adjustments show up in different ways. Whatever we do, we cannot compare ourselves to others. Each person handles stress differently and adjusts differently. Spouse and children, co-workers and interns can all be at a different place, even if they enter the country at the same time. We may miss friends or family from our home country, and so does our spouse, children, staff, interns. We may be struggling with re-entry, especially that first time when we go back to our home country, realize our friends have moved on or maybe even forgotten us, but so do our spouse, children, staff, and interns. Our losses may show up in misbehavior, rebellion, isolation. But remember our priorities, God, self-care, and spouse. So I hope you worked in ministry with your spouse before going on the mission field. If you haven't, it's time to consider and imagine what working together full-time looks like. If you're not on the mission field, then it's a good time to start volunteering together in something near you where you are. If you are on the mission field, maybe you're already experiencing the struggle, or maybe everything's working out great. My husband and I started in ministry in the States before going on the mission field. We taught seminars together and led worship together, but we did not ever work full-time together. Once on the mission field, my husband and I had so many struggles. We both liked to lead and strategize, but in two completely different ways. It's a good thing we worked with someone else who had the ultimate last say or the decision-making. Eventually, though, my husband ended up in education, teaching English 9th to 12th grade, then to curriculum coordinator, then to superintendent of a bilingual school with 1,200 students. As you can see, he's capable of running and strategizing his own classroom and an entire school. I end up leading on the ministry path, teaching Bible at a rehabilitation center, praying over areas in the mountains, going into missionary training and care, and then being the director of member care for another organization in addition to that. So I was also able to run and strategize in ministry, but in an area that was separate from my spouse. Now, I'm not going to lie. I pictured doing missions with my husband, ministering side by side. So it was a loss at first, but then I realized we could both do our own things while still sharing a common vision to help others answer the call of God. And you know what? After eight years on the mission field, we were able to start a house church for missionaries in our area. So we were back to serving together just a little bit. In marriage, we can help each other adjust. When one is down, the other one can lift them up. Instead of isolating from each other, share what is going on. 
Remember our priorities, God, self-care, spouse, then children. I hope you were with your children all day or that you homeschooled your children before going to the mission field. Thinking about education is extremely important. What is available? How much will it cost? I also do not suggest pulling kids out of school mid-year. We did this, and because we are both educators, me in music education and my husband in secondary education and English, we thought we could do homeschool. Nope, not true, no good, no way. We bought books on what every fifth grader, what every fourth grader, and what every first grader should know. Oh my, no, just no. My husband took the brunt of the homeschooling until he went off to teach, and then I continued the block schedule and trying to do specials. I think gym class consisted of exercises in different corners of the dining room. Oh, it was hard. And we prayed our kids would receive a great they did, and they did end up later receiving that great education, going to the school that my husband worked at. But our homeschooling did not did not put us too far behind as they were able to enter and handle their grade level. There were a few gaps here and there. We were able to figure out what they were and catch them up. And having your children move multiple times in the country as well as changing schools multiple times uh, can be hard as well. We lived in three places. My oldest had three different schooling experiences. My second had four and my youngest had three. So we need to help our children adjust as they experience everything they did not know or expect and they are feeling the effects of this change in transition and culture. The more we can do to keep some kind of normalcy and create a new normal and new schedule, the better for us and for them. And the more we can cut down on big changes, the better. But also know that kids can be pretty resilient as well. A side note to moms. Some moms think that long-term missionary life is going to be like a short-term experience. And they end up being disappointed when they're at home changing diapers and schooling kids instead of out there doing the ministry. It's going to be the same what you were doing in, in your home country as it is on the mission field. So there are some options. You can try to schedule with your spouse who's staying home with the kids and schooling and who's doing ministry. You can trade that off. Um, Have the kids participate when a short-term team comes and there's different things they can be part of. But also know when the kids need to rest or when they need to be a kid. Let them be a kid. Another option is just to accept the season This too shall pass and just enjoy the time you're having with your kids. It really will go by quicker than you think. Another thing you can do is you can hire help. But always be, um, you know, you don't know who people are. You can't do background checks. And so you just want to be mindful that both mom and dad, you need to remember that kids come before ministry. So parents that have a hard time adjusting may have children that have a hard time adjusting. Set aside one-on-one time with each child. Once a week is best. Once a month works if you have a lot of kids. They will share things during this time that they won't share at the dinner table in front of their siblings. At the same time, even though it may be difficult to adjust, sometimes sibling relationships become stronger as a result of being on the mission field. Missionary kids are not missionaries. Missionary kids are not necessarily missionaries. If you were a doctor, your child would not automatically be called a doctor. 
So since you're called to be a missionary, your kids are not automatically called to be missionary. Let them participate when it's fun for them. Let them be a kid when they're supposed to be a kid. If you are called to the mission field, rest assured that your kids are called to be raised there. There are only two places to raise your children, in the will of God or outside of the will of God. It doesn't mean that it will be easy because you're in God's will, but it will be right. I have two kids who love Honduras. I could see them returning and living in a Latin American country. And I have two kids, ironically the two who live there the longest, who don't really have that same attachment to Honduras and could have probably left at any point and may never return. All of my children were called to be raised in the States for the years we were there and called to be raised in Honduras for the time we were there. So help your children adjust. They are experiencing everything you are, but may not be handling it well. Don't feel guilty when others are sad or miss someone. We sometimes feel like we've caused them the pain, and that may make us want to avoid letting them express it. Maybe we try to distract, maybe exaggerating the benefits of living overseas or compensating with treats, foods, or toys or allowing their misbehavior. Nope, just stop. Let them grieve. Let them cry. Sit and listen and give a hug, but don't take it personally. Remember our priorities, God, self-care, spouse, children, then others. This includes our interns and staff coming before ministry. If we've asked or interviewed someone to come to another country to serve with us, they should be part of our lives and part of our ministry description. Once you start building a team beyond your spouse, you are responsible for each person. This includes staff meetings, prayer together, and help outside of ministry. Now, this is going to be especially true when they're new and they need to get settled and need to adjust, but it's also throughout their time on the field. Don't ever forget what you went through when you arrived and how much or you needed, not only to buy a car or open a bank account or get a phone plan, but all the range of emotions and doubts and fears. Even though you needed help in your ministry yesterday, like you need help in your ministry, it's urgent. I get that. You want people to come today. You want people to come yesterday. But make sure those coming to work with you are equipped. This could involve missionary training before they come, language school in the country, and missionary training when they arrive and throughout their stay. If you can't do it, find someone who can do that training for them or places that they can go gather resources that help you adjust and then use those resources to help others you can do this helping others adjust thank you for listening today and remember trust god and answer the call thank you for listening to answer the call missionary with marcy fenn if you have questions or topic ideas please leave a comment or send a voice message If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share or give at worldoutreach.org backslash 349. For more information on Answer the Call Ministries, please visit the website at www.atcministries.org.